Welcome to Tabby Hour. Nathan Thomas from Highlands Ranch, Colorado. Um, with with Ben Oakley back again. Um, so just kind of in the office, decided to throw some cameras on and start recording. Mm -hmm. Nathan, here's my, my nephew um, in town for about a week. And today was fun because we got to bring him here and show him Tabby and get his thoughts. So... You know, one of the things I would love to just is get your thoughts on. You yeah, tar tar target demographic. Absolutely. 20 years old, entering kind of the, the going out scene, dating. Obviously, your entire life is, is online and on a phone. Um, so kind of running through, what are what are some of your favorite things about Tabby and, and how do you see yourself using it? Sure, yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing that stood out for me is the fact that many – apps seem like it's all in one um tabby tabby is a place where you can go um if i have my tab open i can pay out my tab um, make that super simple straightforward uh if i'm going out and i don't really know if the fellas are out i can just look on the map see oh okay these guys are over here do i want to go hang out with them tonight ah, maybe i kind of want to go do my own thing well, if that's the case, maybe I'll look for new places. What do other people think about those places? So I can maybe get some reviews on that, see if there's um, maybe people I don't know that are at that location. Looks like it's happening there. Okay, I'll go there. Um, I think the other thing too is something that's great is like you said, kind of people in my demographic, we live on our phones, right? Um, and so if you want to go talk to the girl across the bar, maybe you're a little shy, right? You can just send them a message. I think that's a great thing. You don't have to get up and maybe embarrass yourself in front of the entire bar. If she rejects you, she just ignores your message. Or maybe she messages you back, you buy her a drink, now you two are sitting together. I think think that's a great idea. It's the public rejection that we kind of, I, I, I was sitting on a rooftop in Greenville. I was watching two guys, probably about your age, and they were sheepishly talking amongst themselves like scared to go talk to these girls across the bar and i was like dude just go talk to them they're like no 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 like you guys so that's why i started thinking that the digital introduction is a is a very common thing that we've just gotten so used to i i know you know whether it's facebook whether it's linkedin whether it's instagram everybody has the, kind of their public persona they put on all these platforms but without a first name or a last name or a phone number, yeah. I have no way of finding that person. Whereas now we're kind of, it's, you know, the technical term would be like ambient proximity. So in my ambient proximity, I can see it's kind of that digital name tag of this person is across the room. I can now introduce myself comfortably without having to walk over and get rejected. Sure. So. Yeah. Um, and even the fact that you can kind of see their status, right? Like you click on, jessica's account and you see sure. oh jessica she's in a relationship she has tabby probably for these other reasons closing a bill or a tab um seeing what other locations and, and bars or restaurants are around how good are they she's not necessarily looking for the utilization of meeting people on the app um maybe especially not a guy who's into her so i click on her account oh she's in a relationship settles right then and there you know i don't have to go in and send her a message God forbid, walk up and talk to her. She's, she's seeing someone. So what, do you think it's a reality? I mean, I think of it in the sense of not just dating, mm. it could be used for networking, for business. 
I forgot what that person's name is. Do you see your generation using it outside of dating or does it, I mean, does it primarily resonate as a dating app for you? I'd say primarily as a dating feature. Um, I like to meet new people anyway, wherever I go, um, I can be on a bus stop and I just like to make small talk. Um, one thing that I kind of look to do is no matter where I'm going out, if it's a restaurant, I'll go talk to guys, I'll talk to girls, whatever. I think this would be a great app for introducing maybe two people who have good business ideas. Like when I was at college, um, I, I would talk to this buddy who said, oh, you got to meet this guy. He's awesome. He's like-minded like you, business guy. Um, when in, we'd wait to maybe be in the same place as them, and then I'd meet. Or my friend that I'm friends with on Tabby, and he's friends with Ontabi, he could just link us together and say, hey, I think you guys should meet. And then that guy and I could meet without actually having to be in person together. Hey, there's a bar down the street. Do you want to go? Hey, there's a restaurant down the street. Let's, let's grab some food and, and just talk. And not even, I think the biggest annoyance for me is having to be a part of that transaction mm. with two people, right? So the ability to introduce, I could introduce you to a friend here in Greenville Hey guys, meet each other. Now you guys are in a private message that I no longer have to be a part of. Sure. Take it or leave it. Accept, deny, I don't care. Mm. This is somebody that I think you should meet. And, you know, every every other way of doing that is BCCs and CCs on emails, mm. LinkedIn, group messages, that then how do I get out of this thread? Sure. So interesting. It's It's interesting to... You know, as we've created this, I know how I would use it. And I know sometimes like we were you and I were talking through kind of the wording of certain things when it's in your head and it doesn't exist and you're trying to put this thing into the world. It's good to get, you know, the target demographics opinion of you guys are going to be using this every single day. Yeah, something I'm building something that I wish I had when I was 21. Oh, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Um, I think the greatest thing too is I can connect with friends and family too. You know, if I'm in town, I'm out and about. I have we have a large family on yeah. on my mom's side of the family, um, like Uncle Uncle Ben and my other uncles. If I'm out and about and I see on the map, oh, Uncle Ben's down the street, I could message him, just say hi, see where he's at. He's out. Maybe we can have some have some drinks, grab some food, then that would be great. You know, I don't have to go through and text six uncles or, or five aunts and just see if they're free tonight. I can just see them and where they're at on the app. That's great. Well, and just the, the fact that the location isn't always public. Sure. It's only when you're in public locations. So if you're at bar A, then I can see that you're at bar A. But if you're at home, I don't need to know that you're at home and I don't need to know where your home is. Mm. So I think the other, and this will be version two, but the really cool thing is the split tab. Mm-hmm. Like you, I, I forgot because I just generally it's just like, hey, I'll get this one. You get the next one. But th- the generation still Venmo's back and forth. Right. Like yeah. if, if if you and a buddy went to lunch and, yeah, you're going to save the bartender or the server some time and just throw it all on one. They're then going to turn around and Venmo you half. Yeah. It, such an archaic process. And it's, I mean, it's digital. Sure. But it's still archaic. Why can't you just split it at the and you're saving them time right mm-hmm. the the server or bartender but 
Well, I mean, I'll give you an example. This weekend, we'll be in Denver for my mom's 75th birthday. A little surprise party we're having for her. And I literally had to email out because of the policy of the bar that we're going to. I had to email all of our family to say, hey, I'm going to put it on my card and you guys need to bring cash or you can Venmo me when we're done. Boomer. Boomer. <laughs> Archaic. <laughs> Instead, we would all just be able to just assign those. Okay, these are your tacos. This is your pizza. This is your beer. And we're done. And the bar doesn't even have to put out there that they're you know, no splitting tabs is allowed. I mean, literally when you go onto the website, no splitting tabs is allowed. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a time thing mm-hmm. throughput. It's interesting as, you know, as this evolves and as we've learned more about every POS system and, you know, the bars and restaurants, we know two things about the owners and, and the management team of those is one, they don't want anything else on the bottom line. They don't want to, they don't want to spend any money. Sure which is why Tabby's completely free for the bar and restaurant to operate. And number two, they don't want to train their staff. They don't want to teach anything new. They just want, because if it's not broke, don't fix it. Sure. So with Tabby, we've been very careful. Roy and I are are both restaurant operations guys. We've been very careful to keep the integrity of the operation completely the same. Nothing changes on the back end of the point of sale. There's no training for the bartender or server other than knowing instead of swiping a card, the tab is already open. Mm-hmm. Everything looks and feels exactly the same. They add drinks. They add. There's no QR codes at the end. There's no paper. There's no like, oh, this is how we, it's just that transaction is done mm-hmm. at the end. So it's been really that's that's been probably the one of the most important things as we've scaled it. Absolutely. And I, I, I like that you touched on the fact that you wouldn't have to the bars, the restaurants, they wouldn't have to teach their servers or their staff new new procedures, new things to say, new ways of doing things. I'd say that the app, in one word, is, is convenience um, for the people who are using it, as well as the people who, the restaurants, right? The, uh, the servers, their job just got a whole lot easier. They put down what everybody had in a system. The people who then had it close out the tab. Convenient for them. The people who were closing out the tab, it's easy. It's yeah. on their phone. It's in one spot. They see all the lists on the menu. This person had tacos. This person had pizza. You assign it to whoever, and then you pay your tab. Good to go. Yeah. I think the convenience between not having to flip through app after app after app and running totals, and because this is something that, that my friends and I do, is if we do Venmo, Everybody wants to be super specific. Okay, I had this on the receipt. Okay, let me accumulate that and then Venmo it to you. I had, he had this, they'll accumulate that, Venmo me. If you can just own your section of the tab and close it out yourself, that's amazing. That's that's ultimately where we, you know, if we had to define the app in four words, meet people, period, save time, period. Mm. Meet people, save time. The ability to connect with others around you, connect with places around you, connect with venues and brands around you. That's just a T. I mean, you're either going to spend time with the server running back and forth of what did you have remembering that process or you're going to, that's, that's a pain. It was painful to even hear. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was painful to, to describe. Yeah. 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 So, okay. The other day you showed me a video of you. I think it was on Instagram where you grabbed a girl and then danced with her at yep. 
I don't even know, swing dancing or something like that. Walk me through kind of your generation. Like, how do you, how do most guys approach a girl in a public space like that? They don't. Hmm. I'd say they don't. I, uh, I don't really. You're a little more confident than some. I just go for it. Um, I think that's that's kind of always been the case with me. Worst they can say is no. And that's that's my whole thing, right? They say no, great, but. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah, go take a hundred shots, see what happens, right? Um, so my, what are I, you in the? Are you the norm in your generation? Not. Okay, absolutely okay. not. So I will just go for it. But everybody else, I know, I have friends that are extremely confident in every area of their life. But we go out, they see a girl, oh, they think she's lovely. They won't go and talk to her. Which, going back to your story. That girl who I who I swung dance with, her and I had talked after, and she told me she was she was looking at me from across the dance floor, right? And she wanted to come over and, and talk to me. Um, too scared. Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. want to do it. She didn't want to leave her her little safety bubble of her friends. So then what did I do? In the video, I walk over, I ask if she wants to dance. She says absolutely. So we start to dance. But she said, never in a million years would she have come over to me. Ever. And so do you think this creates that vehicle as you evaluate and think about your generation? Does that, would she open up her app, see Nathan across her? Oh goodness. He's cute. And it listed him a single. Would she send you that message? I absolutely believe she would. Um, I, I don't think there would be a hesitation about it. Um, I think she'd have the same mindset. Oh, I like him. But again, it goes back to that, that safety bubble. If I can send a message, from the safety bubble, then I will, you know? And I think people my age also wouldn't write like back, maybe back then, write your phone number down. Hey, "Hey, I think you're cute. We're not that old. Come on. Well, (laughs) and (laughs) hey, hey, bartender, could you give that to this girl or give that to the guy? I don't think my my generation would do that either, right? Mm -hmm. I would. I mean, I've asked for a phone number on a flip phone before. Nice. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. (laughs) That's that's old school. Sure. So doing it through the app, I think would a lot more shots would be would be taken a lot more. Um, hey, I like you. Do you want to have a few drinks together? Or they don't even have to. to she doesn't even have to leave her her little bubble. Hey, I'm with my friends right now, but I think you're cute. Do you want to come sit with us girls and maybe have a few drinks? Now I can go over and sit with her and talk with her in her own little safety bubble and. And we can chat. Or even like, hey, you want to chat tomorrow? Sure. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be right then. Sure. Mm-hmm. So as we as we launch this thing in Greenville, and then obviously who who knows what could happen with as as fast as the internet could move, um, which hopefully you're gonna come back to Greenville and be a part of that be a part of that launch. Um what's something that that you would add? to tabby that you haven't seen yet any if there's anything that you're like man this would be really cool that i haven't seen yet um i've been thinking about it i don't i don't really have anything um i do love and i believe this may be phase two um the kind of reward or, or coupon section where if i'm going to a bar and or the or the same few places and they start to notify me that hey um, you've been coming here a bit for, for a while, here's some rewards, then I would love to keep coming back. You know, I want to be rewarded as a, as a patron to that, 
bar or to that restaurant. And so if they can send notifications about me maybe getting $5 off my next appetizer through Tabby, and I have those rewards in one tab, it, all in one app in a different button, then yeah. why not? You know, yeah. I think I think that would just be huge because now I don't have to go on to other apps to see, oh, maybe they have coupons on this app or maybe, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. that's, and that's kind of been the going out app from start to finish, trying to put that whole experience for the user into one place. We don't need another social media app in the world. We don't need another place for people to post, you know, divisive political opinions, but the, you know, Tabby's just about connection, connecting with people that are around you. So I'm really excited to, uh, to get it out there. But so what's, what's next for you? You're kind of traveling around right now and. Yeah. So, um, I'm taking a gap semester. Um, I was at, at Grand Canyon university last semester. Um, kind of just needed a break from school. Um, moving around right now parents are kind of deciding if they're gonna live in florida if they're gonna live in colorado now i'm hanging out with family in in south carolina which is great so um i don't really know i i would love to continue to go to school get educated but i'm also kind of ready for i I want more responsibilities i want to be a part of something that i'm hands-on with instead of just a job where i clock in and clock out or a classroom session where i show up and i'm there from this time to this time Right now, I'm kind of just looking for more, something that I can have influence in. It's very that's that's a huge pivot in the generation mm-hmm. of yours. Is there? There's no more. I'm just going to go to school to get a degree to do a job because that's what my grandfather did and what my dad did. Mm-hmm. I, there has to, and I'm glad that it's changing. There's more fulfillment now. I think there's going to be some some broken hearts when they realize that sometimes it does just take hard work to get yourself to where you want to be. But it, it's it's good to see that there's kind of more free thinking in the sense of I'm going to kind of figure out what I really want to be doing and what I'm passionate about, and then I'm going to go do that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, too, um, after I got out of high school, which was about a year, two years ago, um, tons of my buddies, we had we'd have conversations about, yeah, we could go to this school. We could have a fun four years and we could take on a good good amount of debt, yeah. but at least we had fun. And some buddies were all about it. Yeah. Other buddies are like, or I can go get my real estate license and go make some money yeah. and go the opposite direction. Instead of climbing out of a hole for the next 20 years, I can actually be proactive while I'm still living at my parents' house. Um, you know, While I'm making slight car payments because my parents are helping me out and everything, I think that's that's great and that's something that's a type of direction that I want to go but I still do want to be educated but I love that I've had so many friends kind of make the decision to not go the traditional road you know but rather go the road not typically taken you could always grab an iPad and just draw an NFT I could and uh, make you know eight million dollars that's true <laughs> why, don't, why don't you do that I thought about it oh man <laughs> My art teacher, I don't know if she'd, <laughs> you'd have to be crazy to buy the, my art. The, uh, the C in, the, in that class didn't work out as well. Oh my goodness. No. I mean, my finger painting was top notch. So if I could translate <laughs> that to NFTs, then. You could. I mean, if you've seen some of them there, I mean, the, 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 the ones that are selling are, 
are pretty pretty cool. Yeah. But so you and I have talked a little bit over the last few days about entrepreneurship, and you were looking at like Florida State University has a specific entrepreneur program. Like, sure. tell me more about like your thoughts on entrepreneur. Like, what excites you about it? You know what what steps do you think you want to take to go in that direction? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm a person who I kind of like to be in, I'd say in charge of things, but not, not even necessarily that I can work for somebody, but I want my voice to be heard. And I think that's a big problem with the traditional nine to five job is I'm just another employee. My voice isn't heard, you know? And so that's why I've started things on my own. Like I started a youth soccer camp a few years ago. Um, I managed it. I ran it. I'd, I'd go to churches and elementary schools and I'd pass out flyers and I'd get kids to sign up on my, on my sign up genius. And they'd come, they'd come and do my soccer camp. And it was great. Um, I owned it. I operated it. It was fantastic. Um, you make a good amount of money too, in a short amount of time. Whereas instead now I go in and I clock in and I clock out and I'm working for the man. That's At not the golf course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I love it, right? Being out in the sun, hanging out with hanging out with golfers, hanging out with the fellas on the course. It's it's a good gig, um, and probably the best I've had. But I like I like to be heard. You know, I think it kind of relates to to soccer. Is that if you put me on any soccer team, I'm not just a player on the field. I have a voice. I think that leadership that that captainness comes out, um, which is why when I'm looking for my next school, I've struggled. I've struggled a lot because I don't just want to be another student in a 300 person, 200 person class. I don't, I don't want to do that. Florida state university has this entrepreneurship school that is, is more specialized and a little bit harder to get into. You have to kind of place into it, which is great. And then the student to teacher ratio, I believe it's like one to 10. So if my professor can know me and know this is Nathan, these are the things he's passionate about. I have a buddy who I could actually partner him with who does this that's business related and maybe give them a type of internship intern relation. Um, then that would be, then that would be great. I just, I, I stress the fact that just being another guy, being another number in the class or a number number on the field isn't, isn't my thing. So I want something that's specific. I want to work with somebody. I think a mentor mentoree relationship is something that's critical. And I think it's something that, has enormous value and my generation doesn't understand how important that is, whether that's in faith or business or whatever. Well, and I, so that was going to be kind of my follow-up question is that, you know, is that, is this how your generation is thinking? Are you in, are you the norm? Are you on, on the outskirts? You know, are you the outlier to thinking that way or are most of your generation thinking about entrepreneurship and trying to do something different versus just, I'm just going to go get my four year degree and get a job. Yeah, really. Think? I think my generation is is still in that place where they just want to have fun and they don't want to see beyond that yet. Not that they can't, but they don't want to see beyond that. They see college as as a place really to go have fun. And I've had fun at college. I loved it. Um, it's been great. I'm sure I'll have more fun. But the thinking is, I'm going to go, I'm going to have fun. And then after my four years of fun, I'll get we just call it a big person job, right? I'll go get a big person job. I'll get a little bit of money. The friends that I have where we start to think, no, let's not do that. You know, what can we do that's better, right? And, and it doesn't even have to mean pay more, but what can I do to just be happy, to wake up and feel like I have 
a purpose for that day beyond just a nine to five clock in clock out? You know, what can I one, be a part of that significant or two, create myself that I enjoy doing? I still think majority of my generation only thinks about that. I'll have fun for a few years and then I'll do the clock in clock out game. But I think it is becoming more of a trend, especially with the help of social media and young entrepreneurs that it's starting to kind of become this contagious thinking, which is great that, you know what, I don't have to just be another number. You know, I don't have to just go in this traditional path and do everything my dad, my granddad did and do their, their thing. I can kind of carve my own path. What do you think larger companies can do to create a culture in their business so that those people don't feel like numbers because not everyone can go create a business. Sure. And there's a lot of people who just want a job. Um, you know, what do you think, how can a company create that culture that values people? Hmm. Tough question, isn't it? It is. Cause it's, it's a, it's an issue. Oh, it is. It's easy to identify the problem. Mm-hmm. It is. But and as an entrepreneur, you have to be the one to solve the problem, right? Sure. Um, no, you're, abs- you're absolutely right. Um, and I understand, too, that there's, there's just some jobs in this world that simply need to be filled. You're yeah. just going to have to go in and, yeah. and clock out. And some people are fine with that. And there's, there's actually great. an overwhelming amount of people are, are okay with that. Yeah. And that's what they want. Sure. And I think that's great. If you're if you're okay with that, then that's then that's awesome. How can maybe a company integrate you feeling like you're maybe more significant for the company? Comes down to culture, the leadership, you know, the tiers of management. Sure, but I just don't have I don't have an answer. That's right right now. It's it's something we talk about and think about as you know in the future of Tabby, where we're going to have employees, but we want them to feel like you use the term have a voice. And I feel like that kind of authenticity and that kind of empowerment, your generation value. I might, we, we value that, Yeah, you know, but yeah. it's, you know, it's th- it, to translate that into running yeah. a company's hard. Mm. Well, Nathan, I'm glad we did this. Yeah. Great to meet you. Thank you very much. Um, Thank you for got a bright me. future. I'm excited for you, man. So 20 is a fun age. Mm-hmm. It's a fun age to be. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll make sure you're here for the launch and, And we'll do this again soon. That'd be great. I look forward to it. Thank you guys. Mm